0: So, Jackson, if let's say somehow we end up getting arrested, right? Okay, cool. And, you know, this could this could be the wrong way to present this question. Probably like, for probably for like copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah. Uh we decided to just use, you know, the latest and greatest Nintendo soundtrack in our uh podcast, and Nintendo's like, ah, death no, penalty no, no, no. for you. <laughs> um what it, what would your final meal be? Like, if you were given a choice of the last meal you could ever eat, what would it be? I would ask
1: for a full Thanksgiving feast. And I would eat all of it. (laughs) I would eat, eat like, a whole turkey and then mashed potatoes. And um, I would eat cranberry sauce and pie and... um, trying to think of more things foods i would eat all of all of the dressing all of the all of the fixins, uh all the gravy all the ham i'd eat it all <laughs> wow uh i would be very specific um i
0: want two chick-fil-a chicken sandwiches but i want them to be crunchy like when the breading on them is crunchy and you can just bite in and get that Ooh. satisfying crunch Ooh. perfect i want two of those with ketchup. I want two large fries to go with that, but I want them to be Chick-fil-A large fries. But then I want mac and cheese, but not Chick-fil-A mac and cheese. No, 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 no. I want the smoked Gouda mac and cheese from Publix, but I don't want the, I don't want the refrigerated one that you warm up. No, I want the warm one that you get out of the case. I want that. What? And then I want, I want Fanta served to me in a champagne glass. <laughs> That's what I want my final meal what? to be. Um, and I want this to go on record because even if, i don't get arrested and sent to the death penalty when i am on my deathbed in like 80 some years i want someone to find this and bring me two chick-fil-a chicken sandwiches two large waffle fries and a plate of the public smoked Gouda mac and cheese with champagne with a fanta served in a champagne glass honestly and i want to enjoy my last moments in bliss Hello, and welcome to The Nerdiest Podcast, the podcast where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Nick with No K, and today I'm joined by Jackson from The Glass Studios.
1: Hello, my name is Jackson from The Glass Studios. A little bit about me. Uh, My bathroom doesn't have hand soap right now, and I keep forgetting to replace it. So anytime I go in there, I step over to the shower and grab the body wash and use the hand soap. Use it as hand soap because I cannot remember to get new hand soap. It works though. Soap <laughs> cleans your soap, hands. Soap
0: is soap. <laughs> so it's like it's like the thing from Incredible Stew and he's like math is, math. is math. Soap truth soap. why do you keep changing math? Ugh. So I, yeah. Today we are, <clears throat> to we are here to talk <inaudible> about Marvel's hit news show, just kidding. we are here to talk about Falcon <inaudible> and the Winter Soldier because episode 1 just premiered. <inaudible> um, we are recording on March
1: twenty second, you're distracting me but, no, by background. singing
0: copyrighted music <laughs> in the
1: background. <laughs> no, but I'm so off pitch that it doesn't catch it. Ah, <laughs> uh, I guess it is a good way to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're here to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Only the first episode, though, because that's all that's out. But we do have uh, quite the thoughts. We haven't talked mm-hmm. to each other about. Our thoughts on the show no, yet, so no, no. we're gonna get them all out. I've, I've talked to on a couple different
1: people to kind of get general community thoughts, but we haven't talked yet. I've talked to nobody so. about
0: it because I don't have any other friends who have seen Falcon and a Winter
1: Soldier. So, oh, we need we need like a soundboard, and then like to have different drops. So we'd be like, oh my god. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Enter I mean, that would make it
0: easier on me, so I don't have to do it in post. Put so, like,
1: the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme. Bum, 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 yeah. All right, we, we All right. make show notes, new new now notes now,
0: because we're semi-professional. Um, you um,
1: know me, i just be making notes in the shared Google Doc. I had a coffee so. before I came on here, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> it's fine. I probably should have eaten something or like drank something with energy in it or like sugar cuz i <laughs> ate lunch like 3 hours ago and now i have no energy so it's fine. <sighs> hmm. So, Jackson, what are your th- what are your general thoughts on the general first episode thoughts? of Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
1: Um, well, as you know, i am WandaVision like from the heart. Love like WandaVision stand. 100%. Um, when they make if i saw a WandaVision t-shirt in the store right now for $40, i'd probably buy it. Um so I was I was a little sad that it was over but I was like okay we'll just go right into Falcon and Winter Soldier and it started and because I was such a fan of WandaVision I had low expectations for this thinking it could not live up so I watched it through the through the lens of I wasn't allowing myself to like it but once I kind of got over that it was about 30 minutes in of this 50 minute show that I really kind of got into it and kind of like because it was it was a little jarring to go back to classic marvel punchy punchy action after uh the emotional character development that was WandaVision but um generally i thought it was good um i didn't like the way it opened um i i can agree with you on that i feel like it's like it just started in a fight sequence that we don't really have full context with um and so i t- didn't like i couldn't get into it like I said, about third, the thirty-minute mark was when I really got into it, um, and then by it wasn't, I wasn't fully on board until the very end. By the way, we will be talking spoilers today, so oh, if you yeah, have not seen should it, say. by the very end, I was like re- really ready for the next episode because of that like final reveal. I was so angry that i really needed that second episode and i think falcon and winter soldier would have benefited from what wandavision did with a two episode release but also keep in mind that there's only six episodes to this show so that would be a third of their series released in one day so so i see why they didn't but i but for me personally i could have got more into it if there was two episodes also are they gonna come together at some point like yeah like the show's called falcon and the separate. winter
0: soldier and they're not even together in the first separate.
1: episode so my my general thought in one sentence is um it's laying the groundwork for something that could potentially be great but laying the groundwork is a little messy so yeah i so i went into it
0: i i I, so the one thing I did like about it is it had a more of like, it gave me a more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. vibe, mm-hmm. like in terms of watching the Marvel scale action on TV, I felt like the, the beginning was kind of rough mm-hmm. because it just shows Sam fighting and like... That's about it, and we don't know why he's fighting. We get very little briefing information, and then he's out there fighting for, like, five to ten minutes, I think. Mm -hmm. And then it slows down, gives us a little plot, and then goes back and, like, switches over to Bucky. So, I think, overall, it was a good first episode. Um, And we'll talk about it a little bit a little later on, but I think just the genre switch from Mm -hmm. WandaVision to this show is almost like genre whiplash is it was unfortunate
1: timing for release yeah
0: it it makes it a little rough because i'm not totally over wandavision Mm yet um so but other than that i think like shots and that kind of thing like Mm -hmm. the more technical stuff was done really well i was shocked how well they did like some of the cgi and explosions and all that on a tv show budget Um, now, since it is a Disney Plus original, it could have a feature film budget. We don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it was a very well put together episode with a good cliffhanger that made me want to watch more, which is good because it needs to, um,
1: we say TV show budget because it is air quote TV show, but they were given 25 million an episode. What? So. (laughs) Dang. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm curious to see what they do with it um based on this one episode I don't know if it's gonna be one that I'm gonna like real to be like I don't know solely based on this first episode for all we know like these next five episodes could be like insane and like better than anything we'd ever imagined but based on this first episode if it is consistently like this I don't know if it's gonna be a recommend to a friend show I think it will be enjoyable to watch, but this is what I said in our last episode where we talked about WandaVision, where I said I was concerned because WandaVision was solely plot and less action. I was afraid this one would just be so much action that we don't get enough plot. And I think this first episode was like that, where we got a lot of great plot about Bucky, but Sam, not as much. Like, we saw some of his family stuff, which I really love his family, like, I, I hope we can see more of them and, like, their their journey and whatnot. But, uh, I'm hoping we can get more plot out of it. And, like, really, like, it was good action. Like, it was, like, really well done fighting. But, you know, that's not my favorite part, personally. So, yeah. It's,
0: again, I think... I, I mean as much as I love Marvel and as much as I love like all the characters I think they definitely should have spaced out WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier more But this because is you weird. still have people finishing out WandaVision. Yeah,
1: I know people that had a new And now it's like you show.
0: Yet.
1: Yeah. I think and it's weird because now once Falcon and Winter Soldier is over, we got to wait forever for Loki. I uh, like well, I mean they could have put it more in the middle, Hold but on. like because it's, I think it's I in think like Marvel's June.
0: really done something with their timing this year because it started what on the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, you're right. So April twenty third would be the last episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then no, they've timed this out perfectly. The uh, The series finishes on April 23rd. Mm-hmm. April 30th, they give us the making of Falcon and the Winter Soldier series. And then the next week, the next Friday, which is May 7th, is the th- uh, planned theatrical release for Black Widow. Oh, And then you let Black Widow sit for about a month, and then you have Loki. And then however long Loki is, will bleed into July. And then I think July, it's either the 9th or the 16th, we get Shang-Chi... And the Legend of the Ten Rings, I think. Oh. Let that sit for a month, then I see Hawkeye. Let that go, and then I think there's uh, there's another because we're getting four Marvel movies this year. I think we're getting the Eternals in like mid fall, and then, um, huh. and then what if the Marvel series somewhere mm-hmm. in there, and then we end out the year with Spider
1: Man. So they've huh. got their release calendar okay. pretty, so tight. when you put it like that, when you put it like that, it sounds it sounds better like i i wasn't I wasn't really considering the show runtime itself, like the six weeks that it would be running. Hmm.
0: but even then, is that the best way to release content? because, like last year felt like such a good year because there was mm-hmm. nothing Marvel, and it was like a breath. To step back, no Marvel. Ooh. And now I feel like they're they've opened the floodgates and they are overwhelming us with Marvel stuff. So unless they have nothing for 2022, I've I said think it, this is too much.
1: I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It's hard to be a Marvel fan right now. Because if you like if you are not constantly watching things as they release, you're not in the loop. Things are gonna get spoiled you don't know like how it's connected and so in that sense it's a little stressful to be like oh we gotta watch this episode as like oh after that we gotta watch loki and after loki we gotta watch black widow or whatever order it's in so in that sense it's a little stressful but also as a marvel fan who just like really enjoys marvel content like i really appreciate that they're putting out good content um I hope it stays good, because if they just release a ton of content and it's trash, well, uh, quality over quantity, please. Because then you just have a ton of really bad movies. (laughs) And I think I'm wondering if like
0: Disney as a as a corporate head is doing alternating years with their two big franchises here, because we have like very little Star Wars this year. Like, I think Mm -hmm. the only new Star Wars stuff we're getting is the Bad Batch like, spinoff series, mm-hmm. and then the Visions spin off anime series. I think that's all we're getting in terms of new that's shows true. slash movies this year. And then you've got, like, all this Marvel stuff. And, and to piggyback off what you were saying about it, it's kind of stressful to be a Marvel mm-hmm. fan, I think as time goes on, the Marvel fan base is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. And it, it's not going to grow because you're going to have – 22 25 27 30 movies to watch just Mm -hmm. to know what's going on on top of like three or four or five shows and like that's Mm -hmm. just a lot for a new person to get into
1: and i've actually run into this multiple times recently where people are saying oh i want to watch wandavision but i've seen like two other marvel movies and i'm like okay you could watch wandavision without watching those others but like you won't really fully get it And it's really, it's, I don't know if it's a problem. I think it's just part of Marvel where it's, I mean, they're comic books. They have so many comics and so many characters that Stan Lee and so many like amazing creators have created that like, that's just what you got to do to keep up. (laughs) That's In a sense, it's easier to be a Star Wars fan because you can just watch the release movies and get it. And then anything else, like the Clone Wars, the Mandalorian, you know, Solo even, is just extra. But Marvel, and even if you look yeah.
0: at those things, if you look at the Star Wars shows, you could watch the Star Wars shows separate from the movies and mm-hmm. still understand what's going on. Absolutely. Like, you could give the Mandalorian to someone who's never watched Star Wars ever, and they would understand everything that's mm-hmm. going on yeah same for well maybe not so much for the clone wars but i think you could still
1: you could give the
0: clone wars to a non-star wars fan and they would understand and like enjoy it and watching the main movies
1: enhances your experience of the shows and vice versa Mm -hmm. yeah for the full i mean i was talking to someone today where they were like uh i was like oh they were asking me what my favorite movies and shows were and i was like oh, uh, WandaVision is my new favorite. He's like, oh, I haven't seen that yet. And I was like, oh, uh, I was like, I think it's one of the best things Marvel has made. And he's like, oh, he's like, do I have, what do I have to watch to understand it? And I think it's funny that as a culture, like, that's just what you gotta ask about Marvel is what yeah. do I have need to seen to get it? And it's just a little frustrating. But Falcon and Winter Soldier, <laughs> I'd
0: like yeah, to say. Yeah, and I think, Part of the problem with Marvel is everything they make now is so ingrained in what's come before. Uh-huh. That you can't
1: skip anything. No, if you haven't seen Endgame, you can't really you can't fully understand Spider-Man Far From Home. If you haven't watched Infinity War, you can't fully understand the context of Wandavision. If you haven't seen Endgame, you can't fully understand Falcon and Winter Soldier. And so all these things are so interconnected that, like you're saying, it makes it hard for new people to jump on the bus. I mean, Megan ran into this where she was like, oh, I want to watch all of them together. She watches like two movies and is like, this is exhausting. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's a lot to get into.
1: They're long movies, too. I mean, most like 90 percent of them are great movies, but it's a lot. And they're, like, high action, so you can't just, like, sit down and watch, like, two a day. And I think one of
0: the things about WandaVision, like, one of the reasons Megan wants to watch WandaVision is because of, like, how it's very plot and Mm character-oriented. And other Marvel movies are not like that. Yeah. So for someone like her who's not (laughs) the biggest fan... Yeah, for someone like her who's not the biggest fan of action, Mm -hmm. it's hard to, like, sit down and watch 22 Marvel movies that are action focused plot second Mm -hmm. and in very rare cases the other way around
1: Mm -hmm. so
0: and i can under i can understand that oh absolutely not everybody is into the action so and it's also marvel needs to try to find a perfect
1: balance where Mm -hmm. they balance out the plot and the action at the same time falcon and winter soldier is the perfect place to find that balance because sam wilson and bucky barnes both have so much past and so much history and so much character and personality that like this is the perfect time to dig into their characters but they're also like fighty people like it's like they can they can have action scenes and character development so uh i mean i have high hopes for the rest of the series i hope they really just i hope they don't make it too too much actiony um also can we talk about the extreme close-ups and how uncomfortable they make me <laughs> there were a lot of
0: those especially in in bucky's uh, well i guess now we're moving into more like specific spoiler territory mm-hmm. so uh but there were a lot of those uh extreme close-ups in mm-hmm. bucky's counseling scene yeah and they were like really right up on his face and they were and, like right up down, on the therapist's And I'm like, okay, maybe we need to step back back and take a breather.
1: Let's back up there, buddy boy. I also like to say um, I watched this Friday night and my family was asleep and I learned how to connect my Bluetooth headphones to the Apple TV (laughs) and I could turn it up and it felt like I was there. There could have been a home invasion and I never would have known. I would have thought that it was just part of the show. (laughs) somebody
0: kicks down the door you're like oh my gosh this surround like, sound is crazy
1: like wow it's like i'm there like i'm really there oh this it's like is so crazy plane crashes like in the in the uh, kitchen and i'm like whoa
0: <laughs> wow
1: 3d is getting super realistic this has potential though this has potential to be like a sketch <laughs> <laughs> it really does I
0: might need to write that down <laughs> oh do it Write it. some of my best ideas come to me when i'm not intending when you're in to a show
1: up. my best ideas come when i am in the worst spot to write things down
0: same <laughs> like in the middle ah. of the
1: night Ugh.
0: or like in the shower and you have to like mm-hmm. remember it and then get out of the shower like you have to keep it consistently in your mind the whole time as mm-hmm. soon as you catch or it or, or else, else you'll, you'll forget, forget.
1: It and it'll be gone like i uh i'm I was scheduled to play guitar at church this Wednesday, but I was asked literally two weeks ago. And so I had completely forgotten until I literally remembered like right as I was about to fall asleep and I had to get up, write it down. And then I was like, it was very, very annoying. That's why I have a daily planner that I make like about a week
0: or so, like in advance, like I'll do the current week and then the next week based on what i know and then i'll fill it in every sunday night for the week ahead it's very helpful
1: yeah i'd also i watched a video about just kind of a breakdown of the episode today in preparation for this and something really interesting they said is bucky is sitting in front of a forest during his counseling okay it's just like a birch forest and they said they said um it's like very cognitive of springtime says the winter soldier melts in spring wow Uh, that's like (laughs) that's kind of deep actually it's kind of deep and also uh i I wanted to understand the close-ups because there were so many of them like it wasn't just like a funny just like haha what if we showed like extreme close-ups for two minutes what if we
0: showed every single pore on bucky's face
1: it's like what if (laughs) what no exactly that's exactly what it was and then it showed that it was like he felt claustrophobic in this uh it felt claustrophobic in this like counseling air like setting where he really like he was trying to stay in it was really interesting and it was like it's these things you gotta watch back later that you're like that was really really cool like good decision guys yeah i like that
0: yeah definitely i i will say i really like that bucky is going around and like um making amends i Mm -hmm. think is what they call it in the show and like he's going around and undoing those things because while everybody would like to just believe that in the post-Endgame world, everything is fine and magical and dandy, uh no, Bucky still no. did a lot of bad things that, you know, you could be arrested and put in prison for life for. So I like that they're showing that he's mm-hmm. going back and, like, working his way through that and undoing all of that. And, yeah, I'm I'm very interested to see how they get mm-hmm. uh Falcon and Bucky together.
1: Me too. I mean, I'd also... Because... I also think... Watching shows like the both shows that have come out so far made me realize how good of a villain Thanos was because literally, like when he snapped in Infinity War, we were like, Oh no, half the population is gone. In Endgame, we see it really intensely, and it's like, Oh no, this is really bad. But then in these shows, like in Falcon and Winter Soldier. They can't, what is it? They're trying to get a loan, right? They're like, they can't get a loan. Yeah. Because, like, she didn't exist for five years.
0: No, uh, Falcon didn't exist for five years. And the guy's argument was, well, uh, like, billions of people are now coming back. Like, I think what makes the loan scene so interesting is they talk about, or they sort of talk about the economic impact Mm -hmm. of half the po- yeah. half the global population coming back and what it's, kind of inflation and yeah like, how does that affect the economy because you, like i think what what were they in like 2018 i think 20 20- when when like in universe i think oh, they were in universe it's yeah when the snap uh, happened
1: falcon and winter soldier is in like 2024 so it'd be like 18 or 19
0: yeah so, take that, cut the population in half, the economy, like, tanks, because mm-hmm. there's half your jobs, half your manufacturers, half your everything, and then you spend five years adapting to that way of life.
1: And then everyone's back. And
0: then it all comes back, and you're like, w- well, now what?
1: Mm-hmm. Because
0: there are people who were snapped away who need to pay home
1: loans, car mm-hmm. loans,
0: student loans, like, all these things, and they need money, because they haven't all been these working for the last five years. And all these years.
1: people that... No one ever thought would come back. They just moved on and like adapted and changed the world, but then they're back. It sounds like, I mean, it just sounds like one of those like conversations you have like at like camp or something. Or just like, hey guys, what if half the people in the world just disappeared? And I was like, whoa, that's such a crazy idea. But like, it's real and it's so cool.
0: To ask the philosophical question, Would it have just been better to leave it alone? Like, I know, like, heroes have to come in, save the day, revert everything. But after five years, would it have just been better to leave
1: it alone? (sighs) Okay. There's, that's really interesting question because, what is it, like, the flag something people that he's, like, trying to fight? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they wanted. That's what they wanted. So that's what's really interesting about this series. I feel like this Marvel is getting into a really interesting place for, you know, I love psychological movies that make you think. And so when they put these characters in these scenarios and in these, they ask these questions of like, what if everyone was gone for five years? Like half the people were gone for five years. And it was like people. Yeah, it makes sense. People would disagree on if if it was worth bringing the people back that is so realistic and in the same sense that people are people disagree if they need a new captain america and i feel like it's these really realistic like political situations that really are going to keep me interested in these shows
0: yeah i agree i think
1: captain america is stupid i hate his face
0: yeah no um i it was funny i was scrolling through twitter after watching the episode and people like post pictures of him and they're like he is gonna get so much oh my gosh i feel so bad i hope he's ready for the amount of hate he's gonna get
1: you mean mr (laughs) frederickson
0: yeah i okay let's talk about that i don't know like what is okay so i'm gonna preface this by saying I don't like that they're bringing in a new Captain America.
1: But they're because, not actually.
0: Because well, yeah, but in a sense I'm like, well no, don't bring back a new Captain America because there is only one Captain America and that's Steve Rogers. But that's He's the plot. The only. <laughs> like what the yeah. heck? Yeah. But I can understand the motivation mm-hmm. as to why they do it. And I understand this because it's something that is, like, a huge plot point in My Hero Academia. Not to, like, <laughs> nerd out on an anime thing, which we just did that last week. But the whole thing is, like, there's this character All Might in My Hero Academia. Main, like, hero, super well-known, number one, popular. But he's regarded as the symbol of peace. And just him existing prevents a lot of crime from happening. Hmm. He doesn't have to actively stop anyone. It's just the fact that he exists stops anyone from committing crime. And then he like has to quit. Like he has to step down and resign and crime instantly goes up because he's not that's there true. because people think, oh, well, he's not here to stop me so I can do whatever I want. And I think that's the kind of logic that uh-huh. the government applied to this.
1: Yeah, it's it's purely propaganda. Like he's not actually the new Captain America. Like he's not like he's full like solely just the hood ornament. And right. what's really interesting that someone pointed out is they showed a shot of the air quote new Captain America and they showed he had a gun. Oh I noticed. That. Which was really was like really hammered in the fact that he was just solely there for propaganda. Because Captain America, except for World War II, you know, it was a world war. Of course he had a gun. But, right. like, other than that, like, in the modern era, he just used his shield. He never had a gun. So, this is, like, this. Is, I feel like this is really leading up to Sam Wilson, like, just hating this new Captain America. And Marvel fans hating this new Captain America. Because he's yeah. not what Captain America is, He's just solely there for the sake of being there, making them making the people think that they have a protector. And it's
0: brilliant because now I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. I, I noticed he had a gun and I was like, wait a minute. Cap never used a gun. Way. You
1: silly goose
0: second I uh, well well so when you look at it, yeah, it's a little odd, and I'm really interested to see where they take this in the next, uh, well, by the time this comes out, we'll be episode three will be out. We're recording it a little early, because, you
1: know, Ooh. schedules are weird. Schedules are weird. You know, Ayo. now EO, Yep. Yeah. I'd also like to say, uh, they- did, I really hope they didn't bring in Falcon's nephews just so they could call him Uncle Sam. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> I think it'd be a great reference to the fact that he's going to inherit... Like, like, can
0: we all just announce... Like, Can we all come together and agree that by the end of this, uh, Sam is going to take down... The quote-unquote new Captain America take the shield and become the new Captain America. Oh, that's himself. what I
1: predict for episode two. I think that's how they're gonna get together. Bucky and, like, and Bucky and um, Sam both want the shield, and so they both go after the guy. and They're like, "Bruh, what are you doing here?" He's like, "Same oh, reason you're here. Funny seeing you here. <laughs> Speak of the devil." <laughs> Also, so, when are we? Good- I'm really excited to bring in Agent 13 and more of Roddy, because uh, boom, you looking for this? Yeah, it's Rody Boom, you looking there for he this? Is. <laughs> that was my first thought when he came on, because I was like, "Boom, you looking for this?"
0: <laughs> I also thought it was interesting because I okay, I don't want to sound bad, but I almost forgot Rody existed.
1: Um no, yeah, I can't not say same because after Civil War, he really didn't do a whole lot
0: he wasn't really relevant in endgame either like he no. was just kind of there
1: i mean i'm glad he um, was there he's a, i love his character it's just been a while yeah. since we've seen him do anything significant
0: yeah exactly so yeah uh i don't have we, much more to say we have two
1: more we have uh one more point i don't think that's what we're talking about um The the rest of this um what are we at like 35 minutes now
0: yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'd like to open this up by saying, uh, what else are we watching right now? Uh, yeah. Pret- pretend there's a dropper. What else are we watching? ba 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 Yeah. What else are we watching? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, since we only have one episode of Falcon of the Winter Soldier, we can't really make that take up a whole hour, so we're just going to talk about what else we've been watching. Um, so, so, I would like to announce on the podcast oh. that i have a new binge watching record.
1: Oh. You
0: thought community in like what? 3 weeks? Yeah. Was a record? I present to you. Uh I binge watched all of the Netflix original series Alexa and Katie on Net- uh well on Netflix. Uh this week I started it Wednesday and finished it on Sunday. Uh giving for a total wow. 4 day Binge, uh, I it, it's it's interesting because like the first season is thirteen episodes, and then every other like I think season two is ten, and then both of the season three and four is eight episodes. So however, that's a total.
1: Out, it's according to Google, there's a total of thirty nine episodes.
0: Yeah, so thirty nine episodes across four days. Uh let's let's pull out the calculator and do the click clickety clack okay. and find with out Okay with
1: community though there's 110 episodes. So it's okay. a little like I don't know if well, you can yeah. compare them.
0: Uh 39 divided by 4 days. Yeah, 9 n- 9 to 10 episodes a day. Um <laughs> Oh no so (laughs) oh yeah no we're talking about like whole seasons in a day oh Um, no
1: don't do that new binge record (laughs) oh no honey no (laughs) what
0: makes the show even more interesting is the main character's name is alexa so every single time they say it my echo dot went off (sighs) and was like what do you need i'm like nothing She'd be like, "Okay," and then five minutes later, Alexa, yes, nothing. So I had to
1: just unplug her from my room because it was like it was just too annoying. And uh, um, you know, Jeff Bezos doesn't need to know what you're watching. Yeah, come on, Jeff, <laughs> get out of here, I mean, Jeff. He's probably
0: already hacked into my Netflix anyway. Anyway, uh, cross reference based on like, how many Google searches I did because I had to like look up the cast and be like, "Where have I seen this person before?" No, it's
1: like it's like when you're when you you see someone in in a show and you search the show and the first result is the episode you're watching consistently it's the episode you're watching and i'm just like yep guys guys uh-huh. <laughs> i will say
0: the the lead on alexa and katie i think it's paris Burlek, was because yeah. i saw her and i was like her face looks really familiar was she, she on? Was, wait, the... wait, wait.
1: was she on mighty med yes yes
0: yeah i was gonna say she's the lead on mighty man and that's why like she looks so familiar like i've seen her before um so it was, she was it was interesting to see her in a non-disney channel space but alexa and katie is a very it is essentially a disney channel show but as a netflix
1: original like interesting is it the does same it have laugh story
0: track? beats are there huh
1: does it have a laugh track yes okay
0: it has all of the emotion tracks um, but see, since it's an original series, there's no, like, there's no, like, loud audience cheering when someone enters
1: the room. Uh, That's nice. That's nice. <laughs>
0: it's either a laugh track, a sad track, or, like, a subtle laugh track. So okay. I can get, I can get, I get behind really,
1: that.
0: I really liked the show. I'm not going to say spoilers or anything in case anybody wants to watch it. But I will say the show did a really good job of showing the mental and kind of like social side effects of having cancer because the main character, Alexa had leukemia. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And it did a really good job of showing like what, what someone who's been through that, like what is their life like post cancer Hmm. and her best friend, Katie um, has anxiety and the show did a really good job of showing Um, a positive take on like positive ways to take care, Mm -hmm. not take care of, but like handle having a mental illness like that. And I really want to see that in more shows Mm -hmm. because I feel like in shows you have like anxiety or like a social dilemma, like having cancer kind of gets played up for laughs. It does. And the same for guys crying, which Mm -hmm. really bothers me. As a guy, because society is like, hey, guys aren't allowed to cry. That's not cool, which is a complete and utter lie. Oh, yeah. That I've had to work through in my personal life. And this show did even that really well. And like showing it in serious moments and like taking it seriously. So and then, of course, like as as much as I say, I love the show for those things. There are also like some things like of i'm course. obviously not the age demographic that it, the show was made for
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so some of like the plot things like a character would do something and be like oh but don't tell anybody and it's like well why can't you tell anybody it's like you, you did yeah. a simple action I mean, it's, it's like, kind
1: of it's the similar vein of going back to your old favorite disney channel shows like austin and ally where like it's like still you could still enjoy it but it's also, like, why did he just leave her to leave the music store for, like, a weekend? Like, he, she's, like, yeah. 13. <laughs> like,
0: this doesn't make any sense, but okay.
1: It wasn't, I wasn't fully on board. I th- I thought it was a little, like, wasn't 100% sure, like, why you liked the show at first. And it was, like, a little, it was a little different. But now that, when you put it, like, in all those points, I think it does sound really good.
0: Yeah, no, I would definitely recommend it to anybody uh to watch interesting it's, it's a shorter show you know 39 mm-hmm, episodes 39 it's not that episodes long
1: is... did it have a finale like is it over yeah. wow that's impressive those yeah, shows it's... will just go till you kill it
0: <laughs> yeah no it was a very well done netflix original series netflix mm. does netflix makes a lot of original stuff and most of their original stuff is good mm-hmm. that's what i'll say yeah yeah. So, what have you been watching?
1: Oh man. Um not the Clone Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> I keep telling you to watch the Clone Wars. Um think I I recently what show was it? Fin- I finished Arrested Development. That's what I finished when I was ready to move on. Or I say finished. I stopped watching it cuz it got bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I was going to say like Yeah. I was yeah. going to
0: ask like you finished like the Netflix original No No, no, stuff? No, no. No, 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 no. I I watched like the first half of the first like Netflix Ugh. season, which I think is season 4, and I was like, "Nope, this is too yeah, off the rails." No. I and... got
1: halfway I got halfway through season 2 and wasn't a fan, and then you were like, "It gets so much worse." I was like, "All right, I'm done." Season 1 of Arrested Development is like go- comedy gold. Like yeah. maybe the funniest like first season of a show ever. But once we like finish that and the characters arcs are supposed to be done and they're not done and you're like what the frick but um i once i finished that i wasn't sure what to watch um i'm casually watching seinfeld all the way through um which is actually really good if you're into that kind of thing um the bass tracks kind of make me laugh <laughs> because um and they'll just say a line and then the the um the scene will like fade into a different one and just hear badum, 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 and it's like was that necessary okay um I also really love like just jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld's stand up act is really good and so it's really cool how they can incorporate that into the show um so that's really cool. I've also been watching modern family, which i I kind of started it after the WandaVision episode um, and the whole series went on Hulu recently and I'm like, okay, I'll try it. Uh, I'm almost done with the first season and it is so funny. Like I I recommend it. Um, Sometimes it can get like a little too sexual for my liking, um, which is, which is annoying when a show is like sometimes hit or miss with that kind of thing, because you just don't know what to expect that's kind of how i feel about parks and rec but because some episodes of parks and rec are like you could watch with like your 10 year old sibling some episodes like you shouldn't be watching (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but that's really good uh the main show we've been watching is 30 rock which is also on hulu with tina fey alec baldwin um let me say 30 rock might be better than the office Whoa. I know, I know. But That's a bold claim. The office is good, but the office is so slow. The office is like joke, pause. No one in the office gets it. You're supposed to laugh because no one understands the joke Michael just said. Thirty Rock is like joke. Boom. Joke. Boom. Joke. 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 Joke 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 joke. joke. And like you cannot keep up like you could watch an episode of 30 rock three times before you like really like get all the jokes and there's it's so so funny and Liz uh um uh Tina Fey's character Liz Lemon I relate so hard because she's just like she's just like not really good at interacting with people and and always like is always just like eating her problems and so she has the greatest one-liners where she's like, "Oh, the word lovers makes me sad unless it's in between the words meat and pizza." Oh my god. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, mood." <laughs> but, <laughs> but um I mean, I feel that. Such the characters are so funny, and there's um there's a scene where we were cracking up the other day where uh Jack Donaghy's Alec Baldwin's character his assistant just adores him and like, sh- like, like just loves him so much. But, uh, Jack Donaghy, like wants nothing to do with him. He's just like his assistant. And so, um, he is, he was watching something important. Alec Baldwin was, it was something really important. And then his assistant walks in and he goes, sorry, I'm late, sir. I was, uh, what'd he say? He said, I was attacked in my own apartment. He goes, not now, Jonathan. This is important. <laughs> and then they not just now. kind of keep important. going. And that's a recurring joke where they like get back from a break. And he's like, um, "He's like, how was your break, sir? And he's like, it was good. And he leaves. He goes, I reconnected with my birth mom over a break, but I don't know if you want to talk about that. <laughs> it's like, it, it does that the whole show. Um, anyone that likes community or Arrested Development, I'd recommend Dirty Rock. Like, they break the fourth wall consistently. It's so funny, so well-made. Um, they opened their fourth season, where it literally opens on Alec Baldwin, where he goes, Ah, welcome to season four. My favorite restaurant. <laughs> and they were in a restaurant called season four. <laughs> oh, and it's like that kind of that's thing. That's actually pretty clever. It is. It's that kind of thing, consistently. Uh, they... There was one where he was like, Oh, I want to win an Oscar. And she was like, Oh, Oscars aren't that important. The people's choice awards, it was what's important. She looks dead in the camera and goes, That's where the fans vote, wink, and then just goes back into character. Dang. Like, it's so funny. I aspire to write something like 30 Rock. Well, the last oh, thing no, I'll say. Same. Last thing I say is uh they did a live show once and let me like it's a single camera show shot like you know the office or parks and rec but they managed to pull off a live show where it looked a lot like saturday night live actually like just the way the sets were and they had like a live audience uh it was brilliantly put together and they put they used so many really funny camera tricks where she's like anytime they had a flashback they would pan to a replica set with different actors that just just kind of looked like them and so tina fey would be like do you remember that time we did that He was like no and i kind of look up like it was a flashback and then it pans really quickly to a different set where elaine from seinfeld is playing tina fey's character now and is like just absolutely brilliant i love it so much yeah. i recommend uh 30 rock is also the same where like some episodes are like completely clean you could show them to your grandma and some episodes are like whoa whoa how was this on nbc and like whoa now, whoa whoa now. now. <laughs> but uh yeah that's my one complaint is uh it is it can get rather inappropriate like worse than the office um but i uh, like it's the smartest show i'd ever watched my entire life
0: yeah the like I the problem I've been running into is there's a list of shows I want to watch like Seinfeld, mm-hmm. Friends, Big Bang Theory, Ooh. and all of those shows are on streaming platforms that I don't stream- have
1: different streaming platforms. Like I mean, if you, the what thing happened is- to
0: the days when all of those could just be on Netflix together? <laughs> no, exactly, and not spread across HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, Amazon Peacock. Prime. Yeah, if you like,
1: why? if you wanted to watch Seinfeld and 30 rock you would get either peacock or hulu but if you wanted to watch friends you'd have to get hbo max but if you wanted to watch the big bang theory you'd have to get cbs all access what we it's need like,
0: is <sighs> all of these companies to come together offer one inclusive package just let for disney buy
1: price. them all just let disney buy them I all. i mean
0: <laughs> honestly though just take disney plus and take all of these other platforms, smash it into one Disney Plus Deluxe.
1: I mean, what, what's um, the new Disney Plus update where they're getting like an adult section? Because they're gonna, oh yeah, because they the, have the IP to, for Family Guy now, but they were yeah. like, we can't just have that floating with like Hannah Montana.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the Disney Plus uh, Star, which I think oh. is only in like India and certain European countries. Oh, and they get like a, uh, like um password protected parental section of Disney Plus with so like Family Guy, Deadpool, all that. From what I've heard that something like that is going to be coming to Disney Plus in America once um Disney absorbs Hulu in like three years. Yeah.
1: That makes and sense then wh- because which Hulu has makes some me more mad.
0: shows. European countries have How I Met Your Mother on Disney Plus. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Are you kidding me? How? um because uh how i met your mother is i don't is it fox i think it's fox no something about the way rights work over there Hmm. uh gave the rights ended up with disney
1: plus interesting and do you not like i'm surprised you haven't bundled disney plus with hulu okay so because we tried what's on hulu is seinfeld 30 rock how i met your mother is on hulu
0: Oh, I've watched Modern... *I Met Your Mother*.
1: It's a great show. Modern Family is on Hulu. I mean,
0: <laughs> we tried to do like the bundle because my stepdad really loves sports. Yeah, so he wanted the like the ESPN out of it. I wanted the Hulu and Disney Plus, and like mm-hmm. my mom, were, my mom and I were gonna, you know, do the Disney Plus and Hulu. But we buy our Disney Plus yearly oh. because we know we're gonna use it for the whole year. Mm-hmm. So. We tried to do it in January, like, to switch over before mm-hmm. I moved out for college. And she was looking at it, and she was like, so if we do this, are we going to get a refund? Because we had just renewed our yearly subscription oh, in November. It was
1: too late.
0: And it was, like, 70 bucks. And she was like, well, it's not really worth it, because we're going to be paying this monthly. So, yeah. I think we're just going to end up waiting until November, cancel our yearly, and then go to the bundle from That there.
1: makes sense. And, like... Even like they're gonna absorb Hulu at some point, so it's all gonna be one thing, which I don't know how that's gonna look, but uh, that's gonna look like Disney plus Hulu, yeah, Dulu, Disney, Disney plus, Disney, Dulu, Disney Hulu. I used to watch Hulu when it had Minute to Win It on Hulu, Minute Man. to Win It with hosted by Guy Fieri was on Hulu. When I was, like, I don't know, eight years old? <laughs> and that you know was, I did, like, my main say, call for Hulu.
0: I will say, um, back in November, I did take a one-month trial of Hulu mm-hmm. just so that I could watch the Animaniacs reboot, and then I canceled it. And I haven't touched Hulu since then. The thing because I saw that as the only thing of value on Hulu that I wanted.
1: The only the main difference between Hulu, uh, Disney+, Plus and Netflix, not as much Disney+, Plus now... But Hulu gets episodes the next day. Netflix will release shows seasons or series at a time where Hulu has shows that are actively running. And so think that's like one of Hulu's strong suits. It is. And so Disney Plus is doing that now, but only with originals. So if you like, we're watching Zoe's Extraordinary playlist, like episode by episode as they come out on Hulu every week. Which comes back next week and I'm so excited. But
0: anyway, <laughs> So I think Hulu definitely has a leg up in terms of releasing things weekly. Mm -hmm. And I think in an era where cable television, I kid you not, I think cable television will be near wiped out or gone by 2025. Like within Mm. the next four years, cable TV is going to cease to exist.
1: We because have... people are
0: already canceling cable for streaming well, services, because it's and I
1: think so expensive,
0: right? And as more like, as Hulu does, you know, more weekly releases of mm-hmm. the shows you like, they're like, why am I paying for cable when I can just have Hulu? And then they cut their cable, and that's another person cutting cable. I know yeah. one of the one of the reasons cable is still hanging on is because uh, companies like Xfinity. Uh, when you get internet from them you have to pay for cable as well like you can't just do one or the other and it's very annoying
1: yeah it's i think a lot of people still have cable because they don't know anything else and so it's just like easier also i don't mind cable like not choosing the exact episode you watch isn't that bad (laughs) Like you just generally want to know what you watch. You're like, I feel like you know, if I turn on Comedy Central while I'm having a sandwich for lunch, The Office will be on, and I can just have a episode of The Office on while I eat, and then I can go back, go about my business. Yeah, so that's me as who is the most undecisive person in America. I uh, can, I can never choose an episode. Uh, we do need yeah. we need to uh, reel this reel it in reel it in pull what? it back uh, pull whoa it back. that's a big uh,
0: one so closing thoughts uh, falcon and the winter soldier is good and i am binging way too much um,
1: um yeah and cable tv is gonna the mark mark his words cable, cable tv, TV will, be will be dead by 2025 i'm and calling also mark it right my now. words the falcon and winter soldier are gonna get together over a mutual want of that shield they want to steal it from young mr frederickson
0: i mean you're not wrong well,
1: thank you you. said
0: Thank you everybody for listening uh, Thank you for joining us on this episode of the podcast If you enjoyed, you can check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts Or anywhere else you like to listen We'll be there all the time We've got plenty of episodes in the backlog And I don't know where I'm we're, going we're, with this outro um, If you enjoy what we do here And you want to stay up to date with the podcast You can check us out on social media We're on Instagram at the Nerdiest Podcast. Jackson does great things there thank Basically thank daily you. content now Basically uh, Aside from Sunday, because, you know, got to take time off, just of like Chick-fil-A. That's the Sabbath. Um, That's the Sabbath. Yep. And um, you can also check us out on Twitter, at Nerdiest Podcast. I am over there doing random things. <laughs> I don't know. I, I talk about things. I spit things out. And I kind of, like, talk to a brick wall, essentially, because nobody follows me. on. Twitter. Go give Come him some guys.
1: follows.
0: Give me some love on Twitter. I tweet Mama good media. things, I swear. Um, So, yeah, uh, if you... Uh, what what's next on the schedule? I think next week, April 9th because I know this one's coming out on April first. Which you know, haha, no joke, we're here um, doing a little <laughs> bit earlier. Um, this yeah, week April And then 9th. We'll be back next week on April ninth. Is that a casual chat about Disney movies? Yes. Ayo. Yes.
1: Disney so, movies bringing, We're going to Disney World.
0: Yeah, we're starting a, a quote unquote new series. Like, series on air the podcast series uh, it, yeah air quotes a uh, casual chat series uh on first first part mm-hmm. of this series when we're talking about disney movies right. so that'll be looking forward to it jackson as thank we you round out here you can where, do pe- where can people find you on the internet
1: follow me at the glas studios everywhere youtube and instagram
0: ayo Boom. and as for me i'm just on twitter at nerdiest podcast so yeah all right With that being said thank you everybody for listening and we will see you next week Peace out.